Aloha! Welcome to the Haleo Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, talks about giving the Lord the new worship he is looking for. Worship is not about performing a lot of earthy habits. It is about presenting ourselves as we are. We must be an honest and living sacrifice to the Lord. Amen. I bless this for us. I think that there is something deep that I'm looking for and we are looking for. I think that for, I don't know how long anymore, but for months probably, we have been set on a course to take a step. You know, and we've been working on Bible studies and studies and, and the Word on like repentance. You know, we want to take a new step in moving in the gift of the Holy Spirit. We cannot if we don't let go. We cannot. There's a, a scripture in Leviticus that says, empty the barns of the old crops to receive the new. Before you bring the new crop, you want to make sure that the barn is clean. If you have ever been to a barn, it gets dirty. There's mold. There's rats, right? And you don't want to bring the new harvest without first cleaning the barn. You know, and that, that's like, Lord, if you're going to do something new, we want to be clean. We want to be clean of the old. We want to be clean of the mold, of the leaven, of the past. You know, we want to make sure that the, the new harvest is not going to be contaminated with the old. You know, so that's part of our repentance. When we come to the Lord asking for something new, you have to be willing to let go of the old. You know, and when we're talking about, you know, for as many as our sons of God are led by the Spirit, means we're going to have to learn to be led by the Spirit. And that's not natural for us. I mean, even the, when you talk about the, the realm of the Spirit and the gift of the Spirit, in reality, we do not understand that. We talk a lot, and we, we, we have like a mental understanding, but we, we don't really know how to do there, to go there, and how to do this. It just came to me, 1 Corinthians 15, 47, the first man is from earth, earthy. And I think that I am still too earthy. I'm still too limited and conditioned to things of this earth. But when you read the word and when you relate to God, there's very little earthy. It is talking about a relationship in the level 
of the Spirit that we do not understand. And I'm not, I don't, I'm not here to pretend that I understand. But I'm here to say, I'm looking to understand. I want to understand. And that's why we have the Lord Jesus Christ. The first man is from earth, earthy, talking about Adam. The second man is from heaven, Jesus Christ. As is the earthy, so also are those who are earthy. And as is the heavenly, so also are those who are heavenly. Just as we have borne the image of the earthy, we will also bear the image of the heavenly. I could ask you, do you understand that? But I'm not, because we, we don't. We don't understand. How are we going to bear the image of the heavenly? It's too big. It's too big for us. How am I going to be partakers? How are we going to be partakers of the divine nature? We don't understand because we are too earthy. How am I going to move and relate in the realm of the spirit? I don't know because I'm too earthy. I am born after the earthy. Okay, that's it. Bye. (laughs) So this has nothing to do with the word. But to me, this is what I'm looking for. Are we willing to be pioneers into a new age? Are we willing to be pioneers and to experiment and to try things? It's almost like, it's almost where a lot of people try to go and they became too mystical, too spooky, too weird. But can we try to do this without being weird? Can we try to do this without just leaning on our own understanding and, but being led by the Spirit? You know, to me, this is where we have to go is, Lord, how do we do this? Let's go to the end, right? Let's start at the end. Philippians 2, 9 to 11 says, For this reason also God highly exalted him, and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow, and of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. What happened? In the beginning was God created man after his own image. Nothing wrong there. They were relating. There was no separation. Then comes the competition against God for what? For worship. For obedience. Then we lost that and we became earthy only. We were created in the image of God. We had a Complete access to God. And then 
we were here, who knows how many thousand years ago later, right? In this pursuit of being restored, and that's why we have the Lord. That's why we have Jesus Christ as our high priest, opening access for us to enter in into this worship. What is worship? Worship is not about me. Worship is not even giving thanks to the Lord for all the blessings. Worship is not asking Him. But worship is like acknowledging, recognizing who He is and what He has done. It's just saying, this is too big for me. I don't even understand. You know, the other morning I woke up at 3.30 and I could not sleep, right? And you know what, what happens when you keep trying to sleep? You don't. So I said, like, you know what, I'm going to get up. And it was beautiful, the stars. And I was thinking about that. I mean, this is, sometimes it's good for you to stop and think about that. You know, like, there's this huge universe. Heaven is his throne. And earth is footstool. But he's looking for somebody. He's looking for me to bow, every tongue confess, every knee will bow, and give him worship. And we look at ourselves like, what is this, what am I going to do? What difference does it make? You know, it's like, look, we're a small church. But that's why worship is ascribed to the Lord. Because it, it's not about you. It's about what He is looking for. We always read this, right? John 4. And it's that, that encounter of Jesus with the Samaritan woman. And he says, you worship that, you worship what you do not know. We worship what we know. For salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For such people the Father seeks to be his worshipers. God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship in the spirit and in truth. What does it mean? I mean, like I, I was saying earlier, you know, what layer of these scriptures am I reading? You know, what dimension? What death am I trying to relate to this? Because, I mean, we can even say this, you know, spirit and truth. Okay, I'm going to sing in the spirit. Lord, 
speak to us. They speak to us because it, it is, we are still too earthy. <laughs> Can I take a break here and talk about me a little bit? Just, I have no, when I, I, I'm speaking to you guys, I'm not speaking to you guys, I'm speaking to you what I'm going through, <laughs> what I'm looking for. You know, I don't have a word for you. I'm sharing with you what I think is a word for me. <laughs> You know, this is what I'm looking for. I'm not here telling you, you should be looking for this. You know, you should be doing this. This is what I'm going like before the Lord. Lord, make me willing to pay the price and to prepare and to go through the preparation to get to where you want us to get. You know, he's not closing the door. He opened the door. The problem is that I am still too earthy. <laughs> Does it make sense? You know, and, and I mean, just think about God. Did you ever stop to think about God? We talk about that in the prayers in the Shabbat, right? The ruler of the universe. I mean, this is like huge. Realms, spirits, angels, archangels, elemental spirits, all of this. And here we are, simple, humble, we should be, most of the time we're not, human beings trying to give to this ruler of the universe something that he has everything already. What does it mean to worship in the spirit and in truth? What is it that he's looking for? And I, I know this sounds vague. You know, because to me, this is what, what I'm telling you. I'm not, I don't have, I don't, you don't need another word. Did you know that? We don't need another word. What we need, we have enough teaching. We need an experience. We need to really, I mean, I, I wish we could one day hear the angels singing and worshiping with us. You know, imagine those movies of the king getting in and all the trumpets. And the drums, you know, and that's what ascribe to the Lord, give honor to his name. Recognize that he is king. I think that to worship in the spirit means that it's not what we do. You, I mean, it's important what we do. I'm not putting down what we do in a service. It is important. But it's like, like I said in the beginning, it's like the priest washing his hands. You know, that's not the focus. The focus is not, you know, getting dressed. The, the focus is getting to the Holy of Holies. <laughs> the focus is worshiping. You know, so worshiping the Spirit, it is important to do everything else but that's not what we do. That's not worship. 
I mean, it's like, like that verse that says, didn't we do many mighty works in your name? We cast out demons, we healed the sick, and all of that. That's awesome. That's all part of what we have to do out of the flow of the Spirit in, in us. We should be doing that. We should be casting out demons. We should be healing the sick. We should be, you know, delivering people. All of that. But what, is, what was the problem? I never knew you. I think worshiping the Spirit is when you, you blend, you merge, you become. What is, what is that we read? The, uh, the earthy. We share the image. I also bear the image of the heavenly. I think each time we worship, we should come like Moses coming down from the mountain. A little bit changed. A little bit more glowing. A little bit more bearing the image of the heavenly. This is where I am too earthy. I'm too bonded to what I, I'm used to. I'm used to come here and worship. Da-da-da-da-da. Good. I did my job, my duty, by till next Sunday. My question is, did I change? <laughs> Am I bearing a little bit more of the image of the heavenly? Because that's what the word says. When you see him, you become like he is. First John 3, if I'm not wrong. You know, so to me, this is what I am looking for. Lord, I, I don't want to continue a tradition of worshiping, just doing acts. Are you guys with me? Yes. Lord, I don't want to tell you one thing but in my heart be doing another. Have a, a divided heart of worship to you. Let's go to, you guys know this verse, the Shema prayer, Deuteronomy 6, 4 to 7. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. These words which I'm commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them. We always stop right there, right? But he continues, you shall teach them diligently to your sons and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Does it make sense? that That's why for the Jews it's not, you don't go to church. Everywhere you go, you have that reminding you. You have that as a present reality. When you go into your house, when you go into the store, when you, everywhere you go, you have that word on the doorpost. 
you're always connecting. It's like 24-7 is a lifestyle. Lord, give us this heart. We want to be pleasing to you. What happened? What happened with the worship? We as humans, we have a tendency to be, like I said, earthy. We have a tendency to take something and say, let's put a God in a chart. Right? Let's organize God. Let's write a description of God. Right? This is how God thinks. This is what he wants. This is what he wants me to do. So I'm going to make a list of to-dos, and that's going to be my worship. I'm going to get up five in the morning. I'm going to pray for a half hour. Does it make sense? And then I'm going to read the scriptures, and then I'm going to sing in, in the spirit for another 15 minutes, and that, I'm done. God, check, right? I'm done. So that's what, you know, happened in the, in the Old Testament. Oh, I need to sacrifice? Okay, I'm going to sacrifice. Here, priest, burn this calf. But it was not the lifestyle. It was not how they were relating to one another. It was not how they were living as a people separate, holy to God. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. You get that? God doesn't want you to give him sacrifices. He wants you to be a living sacrifice. I, I was thinking about this. What is a living sacrifice? It's very simple. It's not dead. <laughs> and what it, does it mean for me? At, at one point, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. You know, and that's what's going to happen. You know, one day, I will probably, you know, transition to this other world. You know, and then I'm going to be free of all my, my earthiness. Then I'm, all that's going to be left is going to be my spirit. My spirit already wants to do that. To confess that his Lord, my, need, my spiritual need is bowing to the Father all the time. But a living sacrifice is while I'm here on this earth, I will build him a throne of praises, a throne of worship. 
That, I think, is a challenge that only the Lord Jesus Christ was able to do that. And we are here to follow his example of being here and being pleasing to the Father. Lord, we want to give our bodies as a living and holy sacrifice. What is holy? It's exclusive. It only belongs to him. It does not belong to anything else. It doesn't worship other gods. It doesn't serve other gods. Romans 11.36 For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Lord, just bless this for us. Lord, we want to step into this thing. We are your people. And we are a house of worshipers. And we are open for your word and for your leading, the leading of your spirit. And we're willing to go. We're, I'm willing to break my roots with the earth and start worshiping you in this new realm. But we need you. You know, we, we're not going to make this ourselves. We're not going to try to just improve what we can do. I mean, we're even working with the band this morning. You know, and we're going to try things. We're, we're going to keep trying to give our best. But we're saying, Lord, impart to us. We make room. We empty the barns of the old harvest. We empty the barn of the past. We remember not the former things. And we say, Lord, now lead us. Lead us into this new realm. We want it. We, we want your presence. We want to give to you what you're looking for. I know this was long. But we, we say, Lord, we just join our hearts together in this one cry. You know, we, we, we bless this place. We bless what you started. You know, we were praying yesterday, what you started, you finish. You complete. What you started in us, you called us. You chose us. You know, and you, you picked us out. Like, he has brought us out of many waters. We do not even understand how we got here. You know, and how all the things that we, each one of us here, had to go through to be here today. You know, but everything is according to God's plan. And he works wonders. You know, but we've come and we break our hearts before him. And we ascribe to the Lord. Awesome. Awesomeness of his name, of his presence. And we say, Lord, we are not, we're not afraid of you. I don't want to be afraid of you. I, have, I want to have fear of you. I want to have a respect of your glory and your presence and what belongs to you. We, we're going to be led by the Spirit. And we're going to grow and we're going to, Lord, bless this church. Bless us. 
open our hearts to be led by the Spirit. You know, and, and even especially, do not let us be limited in our own thinking about ourselves. But let your word be impactful enough that breaks the bonds, breaks the shackles that limit us and make us see ourselves as grasshoppers, you know, when we are not. When we, we are chosen to bear the image, image of the heavenly. Amen. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.